0: to Human, and I'm your host, Caitlin Walker. Thanks so much for joining me today. Welcome to episode five. We
1: are going to talk about emotions today. Crickets, huh? Oh no! Emotions. Yes, emotions.
0: One of the foundations of what it means to be human. And um, something, uh, a being, an experience that many of us have a hard time with or don't know how to process through. So I wanted to just bring a little humor and light to emotions today and just talk about what are they and how do we maneuver with and through them. And, you know, over the years I've, shifted my experience in relationship to emotions. Um, maybe you're like me and you grew up in a house or, um, that only certain emotions were allowed or maybe none at all. And it was very cerebral. Um, and so I've had to learn, I've chosen to learn how to be with, and process through emotions rather than compartmentalize or shove them in a box. (laughs) So that's the the last 20 years um, condensed down into a few sentences for you. Um, (laughs) And, you know, they're hard. Emotions can be hard, especially if we're not taught about them, especially if we're not taught how to honor them and be with them. In our Western individualistic culture, I think for many of us, we, we learn to either hold on to them or push them away. And so we have a complicated relationship with them. And emotions are really important because they help us to know what our values are in response to something in response to situations, in response to conversations and relationships, they help us to know what's true for us and not true for us. And sometimes we develop emotional patterns out of survival, and then it gets a little more complicated because sometimes it becomes procedural rather than in the moment, kind of like that that, uh, gut test of what's in alignment and what's not but that's for another day but by and large emotions help us to know our values and and help us to navigate through situations yeah and they help us to know what's important to us so they're really valuable and really once once you develop a healthy relationship to them it's actually kind of fun to feel emotions to be a full human And you know what? Emotions are actually really important for intimacy and connection to people. What? I know. I don't know if you know that or not. (laughs) Or if you've had relationships where where there's been limited or managed emotions, it's kind of like a, a buzzkill. Yeah? There's a different level of life experience and vitality. When our emotions aren't present, and um, guess what? We can't pick and choose. You probably already know this by now. We can't pick and choose which emotions
1: we feel. So, if you're trying to only feel happy, then
0: it's not actually going to work out so well. You aren't going to be able to only feel one emotion. If you are able to open up to the field of experience of the wider range of emotions, then you're actually going to be able to experience more of the emotions you want to. And yes, there are going to be moments that feel hard and uncomfortable because For some of us, we have more difficulty with certain emotions than other emotions. That's part of it, and
1: that's part of having a whole human experience. I was talking with a friend the other
0: day, and she, like me, is a recovering compartmentalizer and warrior type of uh, spirit. And we are talking about grief. There's so much grief right now in the collective with COVID and it affecting the lungs. And lungs is where so many of us hold our grief in different um, maps in terms of um, traditional Chinese medicine and things that uh, I'm not well-versed in. And just things that I've picked up here and there from other really wise people in my sphere There's so much grief collectively, and that and that's been brought up on individual and family levels as well with COVID and this global pandemic and and global trauma that we're experiencing. So we're talking about grief and and talking about the difficulty
1: with being with sadness and grief. And she was sharing how. She didn't know how, even where to begin with how to deal with this. And it really resonated with me. Especially if I think back
0: to when I first began to learn with how to be with emotions, especially sadness, especially more emotions that we might identify as, be, quote, below the line, right? The darker emotions. If we categorize them, the reality is um, there is no such thing as bad emotion or dark emotion. They just are. They just exist. We just ascribe meaning and judgment onto them because that's what we learn. And then there's cultural factors, too. So she was talking to me like, I don't even know, Caitlin, what the fuck to do with this? And I really empathize and can remember a time where I feel felt similar and at times I feel similar, right, when we have really big emotions. And so I wanted to speak to that a bit in case you're having a similar experience to her or other people in my life or
1: to me in moments too, right? And first to just notice the emotion as it comes up is a step, right? Feeling slowing down enough to either notice a body
0: sensation or to notice the emotion that's coming up in that moment. And sometimes if we get really well versed at compartmentalizing emotions our body will actually be the first indicator that something's going on (laughs) Either we'll be so freaking tired that we can't get out of bed, or our chest gets really tight, or our stomach is in knots, or we're sweating profusely, something goes on in our body that tells us, hey, there's something else going on. And that sign, that symptom becomes a sign to check in. And then we can be curious around, like, what might be going on? And to sit with it enough to notice maybe there's an emotion locked in the body or something
1: I'm not willing or haven't acknowledged yet. And so first noticing and allowing it is the first step. Can you be with it? Because emotions are like waves. And they're just energy
0: we just ascribe judgment to them but in reality it's just energy just like tears are energy right um the food we eat is energy wind is energy the chair i'm sitting on is energy it's just energy And so can you identify the energy of the emotion and be with it and can you learn to ride the waves Because emotions, like any other thing, they come, they build, and sometimes it's a big fucking wave. Don't get me wrong. I'm not meaning to minimize. And what I do know from my experience and the nature of energy and working with clients is that emotions come, they build, they crest, and then they begin to dissipate.
1: And then they move on and they flatten. And so can you learn to ride the waves rather than crash into them? And if, you, if you've been on a beach and you've played in the waves either as a kid
0: or as an adult, you probably know that if you are at the surface of the wave and you try to block it, you're going to get knocked on your ass. <laughs> unless you're in, like, a kitty beach, right? Like, there's no way that you can force the ocean to stop that wave. And same with our emotions. We can't manage them away. And if we try to fight against them, it's going to create more disruption, and we're going to get knocked under the wave, and then we get sand in our nose, right? It's like, Ugh. You get the nauseous saltwater taste in your mouth, and then, like, maybe you get the some barf burps afterwards if you're like me, right? I spent a lot of life, (laughs) literally and metaphorically, fighting against the waves. And each time I would try to fight that wave or jump into
1: it, guess what? It created more suffering. Ah. and. Now remember those times when you either had a flotation device or you chose to dive and drop underneath the wave How was your experience different For me when I
0: would drop underneath the big if I saw a big wave coming and I dropped underneath I either dove on the bottom edge right? It's my my lifeguarding skills. Uh, Thank you, junior guards. If I dove underneath towards the base, it just kind of rolled over me. Or if I dropped underneath it and just held my breath and maybe even plugged my nose,
1: then when the wave comes over, it just gently rocked me. Do you recall moments like that? If you had the, the experience of playing in the ocean, maybe you didn't and
0: we could just imagine. That's totally good.
1: It didn't rock you as hard. It didn't rock me as hard. It just was. Or if
0: you had a boogie board or a surfboard and you could learn how to ride the waves, totally different experience. It even becomes fun with that support. And rather than fighting against the wave, you begin to partner
1: with the wave. Oh my goodness, what a different experience. And the same is true with our emotions. And just like waves, they come, they build, they crest,
0: and they dissipate. So if we can learn to notice them coming, or to be with them when they're starting to build, and if we can learn to either drop down into them, not get swallowed up by them, different, but if we could drop underneath the surface with breath, with grounding, mindfulness, and allow them to pass over,
1: they don't feel so intense or violent. And or if we can learn to have support enough to
0: ride the waves and to know that they're coming, they're going to build, they're going to dissipate, if we could learn to ride the waves, then we don't have
1: that getting rocked by them experience. And we might actually even find pleasure or a neutral experience in the emotion. We develop a partnership with them and honor
0: the emotion. Oh, this is here because it's telling me something important. Oh, this is telling me that I value something here, or that something's not quite right, or something is right,
1: right? Sometimes, quote, positive emotions can be overwhelming. The process is the same. And just like with any skill or sports,
0: As we practice, it gets easier over time, or we begin to build that muscle memory inside. And the same is true for being with and moving through emotions. And at first it might seem or feel really
1: daunting because it's new, so of course. And it gets easier over time. And sometimes the waves are smaller than at other
0: times. And sometimes there's uh, more space in between the sets of emotion waves than others. And sometimes they're really close together and there's a lot of waves in one set.
1: And that's all normal and that's all indicators that you're living this human life. so rather than be
0: afraid of or push away emotions can you reframe and see them as actually a friend as an ally in this life can you learn to be with and either drop underneath the emotion or learn to ride it so that way there's less conflict in allowing it to move through And if you do that, if you can ride the wave or drop underneath it, guess what? It's just going to move on like waves and move up on the shore, and then it dissipates.
1: It's only when we cling to them or push them away that we start to have uh, suffering.
0: Because emotions are just energy. And they tell us we're alive and that something is important
1: or not important, something's right or not right. They just are. And we learn to have judgments or to accept certain emotions more than others just
0: based on what we learned was normal as kids. And so that was good and great then, or, or maybe not. That was then. And now we get to choose. Now we could rewire and have a new experience that maybe is more healthful
1: or helpful to finding more wholeness and happiness. And yes, the practice of it can be really hard. I don't speak lightly of it. And
0: believe you me, I, like I said, I spent many, many uh, moments and hours with salt water up my nose, literally and metaphorically, in this process, and still do, right? Sometimes it's just really freaking hard to be a human.
1: Yeah.
0: And there are ways where we can find more ease and fulfillment
1: at the same time as life being hard or just being, right?
0: And so rather than another analogy that's often used is rather than the emotion being so overwhelming, imagine it as a drop of water amongst a whole ocean of emotion. (laughs) Do you like that rhyme? (laughs) Right? So it's the perspective. It's dropping
1: underneath. It's seeing the wider fields and being with what is. In one of the one of the first tools I learned
0: to dropping beneath the surface, or learning to ride the
1: wave was breathing and belly breathing Or maybe placing a hand on my heart, and maybe a hand on my belly, and just breathing. And then imagining the wave and imagining the whole ocean and
0: knowing that there will be an end to the wave. That's just for now. Oh, this is what it feels like to feel an emotion. Sometimes even that itself can be really helpful. Taking the judgment out, the beliefs out, the thoughts of the emotion out And just noticing it as energy. Energy comes,
1: energy builds, energy goes. And maybe that is enough to help you get through that wave. And there might be
0: times in life where the waves are really big and there are a lot in the set, where the sets are close together, and maybe you need more support. That
1: is okay. That is normal, and that is human, and there are people to help, myself and others. You are not alone in this human
0: experience, even if you learned you were early on in life.
1: Guess what? There's an opportunity for a different experience in the now. And so I chatted with my friend about the waves. And guess what? She's learning to surf.
0: (laughs) She she might not like it at times, but she's learning how to freaking surf, man. And it is so cool. Because when we can open ourselves up to feeling more emotion, it also opens up the field to feel more love, to feel more joy. To feel more peace, as well as the grief, as well as the sadness, as well as the fear. But we can allow it to move through rather than push or hold on to it. And that's where there's more peace.
1: That's where there's more equanimity and balance in life. And it becomes less personal too, it just is.
0: Feeling sadness is part of being human and alive. Feeling grief is part of feeling human and alive and living amidst a fucking global pandemic, right? If you're not feeling grief, I almost 100% guarantee you that you are in some kind of trauma response or so dissociated Or in such a strong flight pattern that you are, like, on a different plane of existence. (laughs) Because there is so much grief happening and so much loss
1: and transition in our world. Yeah. And if we can be with it, if we can grow those new neural patterns, We can
0: find moments of rest. We can feel the space in between the waves,
1: because guess what, it doesn't last forever. And then you can begin to play in the water and experience the sun on your face and see the glimmering light on the ocean. And then we can notice that there are other people in the water with us and that we are not alone. And there's so much life happening around us and within us. And we can experience more love, more life, more joy, more connection. As we can be with and learn to ride the waves of emotions. And yeah, getting salt water in the nose is part of it. (laughs) And I can tell you that with time and practice, that happens less, that it becomes more easeful less scary and dare I say fun at times (laughs) to be with emotions and to learn to process them rather than fear them and what would that look like for you what would it look like to ride the
0: waves more to be with them more. Maybe you already have experience uh, riding the waves and maybe as you listen to this, you're like, hey, you know what? It's time for me to wax my surfboard and get a little more grip on that. Mm Mm-hmm, what would that look like for you, right? I'm gonna go pick up some wax because there's a lot of waves happening right now. Or hey, I'm gonna reach out to a surf instructor i got to learn how to
1: surf this shit because it's getting intense. Yeah. Or maybe it's, I want to start going in the ocean. I want to feel more. And I don't really know how. So I'm going to put my sunscreen on and I'm going to get floaties I rent a boogie board. Maybe that's the first step. So no matter which place you are in your journey, there's almost
0: always—I hesitate saying absolutes—almost always an opportunity
1: to find more wholeness, right? To uplevel your experience and learning and your wellness. And what is it for you today as you listen to this? See if you could just be curious
0: and. Just keep all all and any judgment out of the, the experience here if that starts to come up for you. But just be
1: curious and wonder. Give yourself the space to wonder, what do I need? And what would that look like? And I'm on that same path with you too. Like as I talk, I'm like, "Oh yeah. It's time to pull that wax out. Yep.
0: It's time to make sure that that uh, ankle strap still has velcro, that velcro still sticks. So that way, not in a place of fear, in a place of mindfulness, and actually kind of joy and excitement. Because <laughs> I'm surfing the waves, baby. Let's do this. I'm going to get my equipment
1: set up. I'm going to be mindful. And then it doesn't feel so scary yeah. when we're mindful and we have the tools we need. Thank you so much for joining me today.
0: I hope this was helpful in some way, even if it ruffled feathers. I guess that's something, right? You would be curious about that, right? What's coming up for me? Or maybe there's like a ease or something that was a helpful reminder. would love to hear from you. If you haven't already, I'd be honored if you clicked subscribe and you join me on this journey around being human, finding more wholeness and connection. Not perfectly, messily, and with joy and compassion for ourselves and others. And you're welcome to reach out to me, too, if you have questions. I don't know if you can comment on this. I say this again. I'm going to research this at some point <laughs> to see if that's true so I know what I'm saying. Um, otherwise, you can reach out to me at CaitlinWalker.com. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, keep on loving.